This is The Guardian. I'm Laura Murphy-Oates, coming to you from Gadigal Land, and this is The Full Story. If you've got a help debt, formerly known as a hex debt, strap in. Each year, on the 1st of June, student debts are adjusted in line with inflation. It's a process known as indexation. And on Wednesday, the Australian Bureau of Statistics revealed that student debts will be indexed by about 7% this year, the highest hike in decades. This means that millions of Australians will owe hundreds or even thousands of dollars more. Without action, on June 1, millions will be hit with a student debt avalanche. In response, the Greens, Teal Independent Zoe Daniels and student representative bodies say this isn't fair and they're calling for the government to change the way that we handle student debt in Australia. The system is broken. Student debt is out of control and Labor is refusing to act. Today, Australia's skyrocketing student debt problem. It's Thursday, the 27th of April. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. So, Caitlin, student debt is about to rise by a record amount. What is that going to look like? So, in short, it's, it's going to hurt, particularly if you've got a large debt. Caitlin Cassidy is a higher education reporter for Guardian Australia. So, our debt rises with inflation. And unfortunately, as you may have noticed, inflation is at the highest rate it's been in decades. So for the past 10 years, the indexation rate has hovered around 2%. So this is a really big jump. And we know that the average size of a help or hex debt is around $25,000. So many people are about to see an increase of at least $1,700 on their debt this year. And others with higher debts will face even higher rises. And really amid the cost of living crisis, it's just another debt on top of pressure that we're already feeling, you know, in the housing market and in our day-to-day lives. I'm Zoe. My hex debt is currently $123,000 and I anticipate that it will be indexed um, to $130,000 this year. I felt pretty grim, to be honest, when I realised that it would go up that much. Tell me about Zoe. So Zoe graduated in 2018 with a Bachelor of Arts and a Juris Doctor and some practical legal training at a law college. She's been working uh, for five years in the public sector and she's been trying to pay off her debt, which is over $100,000 for a few years already, but it's basically stayed the same in that entire time. 
I'd always been pretty ambitious. My career was important to me. So I did have the expectation um, that I would be earning a salary that would enable me to pay it off. I thought it would take a long time, um, but I thought it would be manageable. Mm. So this year was the first year that Zoe really thought she would actually start making a dent in her debt, particularly because she got a pay rise last year where she's now earning about $100,000, which is good money. But with the indexation rate as it is, she's once again in this situation where she's not making a dent because her debt is rising with indexation. And that's a situation we're really seeing broadly with wages not keeping up with inflation, making it harder for students to be paying off these debts. So she just feels like she's stuck in this never-ending cycle. You know, my last pay rise, um, the last enterprise agreement pay rise was 2%. My rent rose 25% in the last year. Groceries are way more expensive. And so when all of that happens, um, you start to look at, you know, that section of your pay that's being withheld in hex and then when that is quite a substantial amount of your pay and it's still not making a difference to the giant mountain of debt. I've done some very rough calculations um, and in my current job I think it would take me over 20 years to pay back my debt. And for her it's really anxiety inducing. Mm. I imagine a lot of people are feeling that anxiety Do you have hex debt and how are you feeling about that, Caitlin? This story for me has been a little bit too close to home. I am one of those people who leisurely went through university not really thinking about my student debt being something that would come back to bite me. So I did a Bachelor of Arts, then went on and did a Master's because I didn't really know what I wanted to do, so I thought I'd just do some more study. Uh, Then during that time, I went on exchange where they give you, I think, eight and a half thousand dollars, which to me felt like free money. So I was like, great, amazing. Uh, That added to my debt. Then I did a graduate diploma, (laughs) again, not really knowing what I wanted to do. So I just thought, well, I'll just keep on studying. And I don't regret it. I got a great education. Um, What I do regret is maybe not thinking so much about how that debt would now be impacting me. Um, So I am one of those people that doesn't even check their debt because it makes me anxious. Last time I did, it was more than $100,000. So I am the classic case study. (laughs) I mean, a lot of people do consider HEX to be this kind of safe debt that they don't need to worry about, though, Caitlin. It is supposed to be easy to pay off and align with what you can afford. Is this idea being upended right now? Well, that's exactly right. And that's how I looked at my debt when I was, you know, a young student. You think, it's fine. I'm not going to start paying it off until I'm earning a decent income. Even then, it'll just be incremental. And then, you know, magically it will be paid in not too much time. Mm. And, you know, unlike bank loans, the debt is interest free and it's tied to your wages. Right. You only start paying it off when you earn a certain amount. And that amount has changed over time. What is it currently? At the moment, the threshold has been reduced to $48,361, which is, I mean, probably worth noting just above the minimum wage. So it's Mm. not really like you're earning, you know, the median income. Uh, And then the amount required to be repaid adjusts upwards as your income increases. And the Department of Education says that this system allows people to find better employment and increased wages. But there's flaws in that system. 
So that threshold, it's low. It's about $6,000 above the minimum wage. And you have to keep in mind that this is in the context of falling real wages. So Australians experienced the largest real wage decline on record in 2022, and real wages haven't grown in a long time. So people aren't earning enough because their student debt is rising with inflation, but their wages aren't. Were people already struggling to pay off this debt before this huge hike this year? Yeah. So the evidence is that it's taking longer and longer to pay off your debt. Uh, More than 3 million Australians currently have student debts and the total amount at the moment is $74 billion, which is a 20% rise in the past five years. Mm. And a recent report showed that most people are still paying off their debts in their 40s. And this has real impacts on people's lives, you know, at a time when you're thinking about home ownership and actually settling down and having some savings. Mm. And that's been echoed by case studies I've spoken to who've said they've gone to mortgage brokers and they always asked about what student loan you have and say that you have to factor that in in terms of if you want to actually get into the housing market. Mm. Who is impacted the most by hex debt? Well, we know this is affecting women more than men. Uh, a few reasons. Care degrees like you know teaching, nursing and social work are disproportionately made up of women. But a childcare worker usually earns less than a tradie who also doesn't have to pay for a university degree and can earn money on their apprenticeship. Whereas if you're studying childcare or teaching or other kind of traditional care degrees, you have these um, work placements where you're not getting paid while you're training and yet Mm. you're still accruing student debt. Just to zoom out for a second, Caitlin, as we know, University of Australia was once free for more than a decade until the 80s where concerns over the cost of that and rising student enrolments meant we settled on the current system of student loans. Why did we decide to tie those loans to inflation, though? Is there any real logic that underties this system of indexation? I guess in a perfect world, it would be that you have your student loan, then you get your job, you get your wages, they rise as they are meant to rise kind of with inflation. So it's accounting for the fact that you are earning more money, inflation is going up and you can continue to, you know, pay these debts without it having a really significant impact on you financially. But the economy that we're in at the moment obviously is not that kind of perfect system. So if the system was balanced, it would work. But at the moment, it's not in balance. Next, how can we rethink student debt in Australia? Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy to assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Borough order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at borough.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at borough.com slash ACAST. 
Caitlin, we know we're in a cost of living crisis and people are paying more for rent, mortgages and groceries. And now millions of people are looking at a larger student debt. Is anything being done for these people to kind of alleviate some of that pressure? So firstly, the government says there are measures in place for people who are struggling with their student debt. A spokesperson for the Department of Education said people experiencing hardship can apply to the Australian tax office to defer their payments. But there's a growing chorus who say that the system is broken and it needs serious reform. Green Senator and Education Spokesperson Maureen Fruki proposed a bill last year to abolish the indexation of student debts in light of the cost of living crisis and raise the minimum repayment income on student debt in line with the median wage. So the Greens are against two things here, the system of indexation and the kind of low wage where you start to pay off your debt. When do they think you should start to pay this debt? So the bill proposed that raising the threshold to around $62,400, which is the median wage, uh, would make it easier basically for graduates that are struggling. And she said the current threshold was excruciatingly low. Mm. And keep in mind that this would be similar to what it used to be. So the coalition lowered the rate in 2019 uh, to just above the minimum wage. But before that, the earning threshold was climbing steadily for decades. So, Caitlin, this Greens bill was sent to a Senate committee and ultimately it didn't get the support that it needed. One of the reasons given was that ending indexation would just be too costly for the government. But I know there are some other solutions on the table, like a temporary freeze of indexation. Tell me a bit about that. So it's basically a temporary freeze in acknowledgement of the fact that we're in a cost of living crisis right now, that, you know, real wages aren't going up, cost of living is. Um, That doesn't seem particularly likely, but others like Teal MP Zoe Daniels has called for indexation to be based on the consumer price index or the wage price index. So she's called for some more kind of modest reforms while also saying we do need um, a review basically into the, the whole sector. Uh, She's also proposed that we could tie indexation to the Reserve Bank of Australia's trimmed or weighted average, which better determines underlying inflation. At the end of the day, you know, it's still being indexed, but it's meant to be theoretically more stable or a more accurate indication of inflation. So at the moment, there's no move from Labor that they are going to um, uphold any of, you know, what the Greens are calling for or what Zoe Daniels is calling for, but they are continuing to point towards the university's accord, which is set to be a major review of the sector and among what they're looking at is student loans. So basically watch this space. Um, The discussion paper will be released by the end of the year and that's going to be really, really interesting to see what changes they're proposing and to what extent they'll really look at this issue. So, Caitlin, as you've explained on on June 1st, whatever is in your hex debt, you're going to see that go up by 7%. Does it make sense for people to try and pay down whatever they can on their hex help debt before June 1? It's a hard one and it really depends on your savings. Even if you do have enough in your savings to pay down your debt before the indexation date, Guardian Australia spoke to financial experts who said that in most cases they'd probably still advise clients to leave their debt as it is. So the only cases where it would be a good idea is if you're due to pay off your balance in the next couple of years anyway, it's worth considering. And in that case, getting rid of the last of your debt now might save you a few hundred bucks to a couple of thousand dollars depending on your income. 
The other circumstance is if you're about to apply for a mortgage and that's when it will make you more appealing for a bank loan because they're not going to be looking at your student debt as this liability. I want to consider the long-term implications of this big debt hike this year. Is there a risk that people might reconsider going to university at all because they're worried about the size that their debts could be in, in future years? I'm not sure if they're reconsidering it altogether, but from young people that I've spoken to who are in the university system at the moment, the danger is that when you're young, you know, you might study a course, think, oh, maybe this isn't for me and switch to another course. Instead, they feel like they're really tied into what they're studying because if they're switching courses, they know that they could be up for thousands more dollars, especially if you're studying arts degrees, which have gotten a lot more expensive under the coalition. Um, And I think studying long-term, you know, maybe going on to say study a postgrad course or even, you know, educate yourself in a different area if you want to reskill, that's something that people are really considering more because you know that you're just going to be saddled with another massive debt. So, Caitlin, we know that in other countries, student debt is a real threat to people's livelihoods and to the economy. And, you know, places like America is what I'm thinking about, where they're doing mass student loan forgiveness uh, policies. Is Australia going the way of America here with our rising student debt? I don't think we're with America just yet. We're more in line with, I'd say, countries like the UK. We're not like you know, some countries in Europe where, you know, education is free. Um, So we're not in that kind of utopian world. But at the same time, we are looking at these long-term negative impacts where you've got a rising number of young people increasingly getting into, you know, their middle age who still haven't paid off their debts. And that is impacting people's ability to save, to buy houses, you know, to contribute to the economy. So I think it is really coming to a head at the moment. I think it's completely reasonable for there to be a debt and for us to only pay it off incrementally when we can afford it. But it's when it's rising in excess of the money that we're earning that I think you really have to look at the system and see how fair it is for young people. That was Caitlin Cassidy, a higher education reporter for Guardian Australia. I do recommend reading her feature story titled It's Perverse, How Australia's Student Loan Scheme Traps Graduates into a Debt Spiral. It includes some graphics from our data team that really bring home how these debts are rising while wages remain stagnant. This episode was produced by Alison Chan and myself. Sound design and mixing by Tegan Nichols. Our theme music is by Joe Koning and the executive producer of this episode is Hannah Parks. I'm Laura Murphy-Oates. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you tomorrow. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.